0: Share with us what you've uncovered in this particular deal of uh, the Gupta Bay and uh, the Switzerland-based Charles King SA.
1: Sure. Well, uh, the first thing that we did was to, to start looking into who this company is, Charles King, that bought uh, the assets, and who the, the businessman is, who, who seems to be the, the kind of known face of Charles King. Um, what we were sort of able to discover when we went through the leaks was that there is a, a sort of pre-existing relationship between the Gupta family and Al Daruni, the the businessman uh, that's that's you know fronting for this company, and it seems that the role that he has played for the Guptas in the past has to really be a sort of front person who kind of holds shares in the company, and uh, and you know in in order to explicitly hide. Their involvement in that company, in order to, you know, which has kind of beneficial tax reasons when you're registering a company in Dubai and that kind of thing. Um, so there are sort of question marks about whether or not, considering that this is the role that he's played in the past, whether this is going to be the same role that he would play with with Together to simply act as a front and to to hide their true ownership of the assets.
0: Now we understand that the price of the company might have been lowered. Share with us more in this regard.
1: Well, that's a good question. I mean, it certainly would seem a very low price, um, although it is an increase from what they had bought the company for when they bought it from Glencore. Um, one has to remember that, you know, the, that there have been numerous attempts to sell off parts of these assets Yeah, that they've owned the company optimum coal terminal the rumored price there was 250 million dollars now that's already taking us to you know 3.3 billion rand that's for one of the assets in the bundle then on top of that you've got the kunfontein mine which was sewn up with a very nice ECOM contract they bought the mine that we we had understood was on the market for around one billion rand. So it would be a significant discount to be selling the asset for two point nine seven billion, uh, which again raises sort of question mark. Now, I
0: mean, if yes, now if the deal was supposed to go, th- really if the deal was supposed to go through, how is that likely going to affect the together business with ESCOM that they currently have, given the BE credentials needed to do business with government?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that is a very good question. Um, you know, the, the DMR has said that they would be happy with the proposed 30% black empowerment stake in the, in the new Charles King deal. Now, that's not going to be good enough for ESCOM. In terms of those contracts, you know, it's not just a, it's not a nice to have. It's really written into those contracts that they have to, that the, that Together or whoever owns that mine and takes over that contract has to have a 50% plus one minimum stake. In the case of the, the Brackfontein contract, which, although they've sold that asset, they've still retained that contract. And in the case of Quinnfontein, which is the 7 billion rand contract to supply Kamati, they have to remain 51% black and powered. Now, ESCOM has said that if that drops below the, the, you know, the levels that are set out in the contracts, they will uh, look at taking action against that. And that can include ESCOM cancelling those contracts.
0: Is there a link between the firm owned by Mzwanele Mani that has bought the Gupta-owned media unit ANN7 and the New Age uh, between Oak Bay uh, or between the two of them uh, in relation to this deal with Tageta?
1: Uh, not, not as far as we can tell. I mean, the the only connection really seems to be that these are companies that don't seem to have much track record, um, which obviously you know becomes a, a question in terms of you know for the unions and for the, the employees. I mean, on the one hand, look, it is very good that this is likely to help them out of their predicament with their bank account and to continue paying employees. But at the same time, you know, if we're handing over a massive South African asset to what is effectively a post box. In Switzerland, you know, that it has real if employees are not paid, if um, if there's environmental disasters. So I, I think there's some, there's some serious question marks there that um, that would need to be answered before anyone would feel comfortable handing over that asset.